Okay, everybody, this is Ron. Welcome to the call tonight. This is the monthly Q&A call for uh, Gold Club members and for non-members, in fact. So before I get started, if you um, are not a Gold Club member, then you cannot participate in the question part of tonight's call. You are in the listen-only mode. And if you uh, are not a Gold Club member, probably the smartest thing for you to do is to go to ronsgoldclub.com. That's ronsgoldclub.com. Take a look at all the benefits there and quickly realize why you should be a Gold Club member. And for one of the reasons is this monthly Q&A call. We've, uh, and by the way, um, for all you members and your non-members, if you're going to join, this last Friday's lesson with Scott Ulmer and myself on um, the deals that he's done in the last week is a pretty important lesson. So if you have not listened or watched the video that you got in your weekly email, uh, weekly uh, Gold Club report, then you might want to go back and do that. You do have to be a member to get to it. The rest of the weekly email is available to non-members, but the lessons are available only to members. It's one of the more reasons why, you, if you're listening and you're not a member, you should go join immediately. We um, spent, I don't know, that must have been a 20, 25-minute lesson where we spent in his office and going over the deals that he'd done and the numbers and so forth. So I thought it was pretty interesting, and I'm sure if you haven't seen it, you'll feel the same way. Before we get started tonight, um, I will tell you that I've got 10 property information sheets in front of me tonight. Looks like you guys are pretty active this month. I'm going to go through those before I open it up to questions and answers. But let me announce who needs to get in the queue right now so that when I get to them, we can discuss their property information sheets. Our operator tonight is Chantel. In order to reach Chantel, you have to hit star zero to get in her queue. And if you're first in, you're first on. And if you're second in, then you're going to stand in line until we get through. Got to hit star zero to reach Chantel. Now, if uh, you uh, hit star zero and you don't reach her, uh, Chantel, are you there listening by any chance? I'm here. Okay, if they hit star zero and they don't get through to you, does that block you or do they do, they, did you do anything? Do they have to hit it again or something? Yes, they have to hit it again. Okay, so if they hit star zero and it does not go through, that means they have to hit it again or they can't get through to you, right? Okay. Yes. All right. So uh, get in the queue with Chantel, and um, she'll put you on. When we get to the Q&A, it's even more important that you go ahead and get in, and I'll take your questions in order. In the meantime, I want Jeff Clayton to be making his way to Chantel right now, and I'll follow with T.C. Kustis. T.C. Kustis from Maryland. Jeff is from Texas. So if you guys will go ahead and get in there. And then Vicki and Mark Jennings. Go ahead and get in there and get in line. You can hear me whether you're in her queue or not. Vicki and Mark Jennings from Maryland. And I have um, Dee Ryan who said that she would be on a, she would be driving. So Dee, if you can get in there, get in there because frankly I can tell you right now I can't discuss your deal unless you're on the phone, uh, it looks like by the complexity of it. Um, I might. I might come back and run over if you can't get on the phone, but if you've got a cell, go ahead and get in there. All right, and that's it. Some of you have several of them, so I'm going to go ahead and just get started going through these, and we'll get these out of the way, and then we'll come back and uh, open it up for Q&A. 
And remember, you have to hit uh, star zero to get into Chantel. So give me just a second. Okay. Here we go. Let me open it up first. Okay. Somebody talk to me. Can you hear me okay? That's me. All right. Wow. We got a noisy background tonight. Must have a lot of people on here. So I'm going to mute it out again. Here we go. Okay. Chantel, do we have anybody in the queue yet? There's one person in queue. Let me just grab their name for you really quick. Yes. While Chantel's doing that, guys, get out a pencil and paper, and I'll tell you where I'm going to be here in the next 30 to 60 days or whatever, in case you're in the area and you want to drop in. I'm leaving tomorrow to go to the Quick Start School in L.A. We'll be there for four days teaching that event. Kind of excited group out there. Can't wait to get out there and show them how many deals are right under their nose. Following uh, the Quick Start event next week, I'll be back here in Jacksonville doing our incredible Information and Internet Marketing Boot Camp from the 23rd through the 26th. That's going to be a one-time only event all about marketing, information marketing, online, offline, starting or growing a business, buying and flipping a business, and gosh, various other subjects. It's uh, really going to be a power-packed event. If you have not joined us there, you still can if you get a hold of my office. Uh, it's not a very expensive event, but I can promise you there's so many income streams built within it, you ought to at least investigate it going right here in Jacksonville, and of course we're going to dine at my restaurant one or two of those nights. We are open and running. Are just start, we are just starting our fourth week at Le Grand Steak and Seafood. In September, I will be in Chicago on the 8th for an all-day Fast Track to Wealth seminar on the 8th, and I'll be in Minnesota on the 15th. You happen to be in that area doing the same, followed by a commercial boot camp in Las Vegas on the 19th through the 22nd. Uh, last time I'll be doing that for a long time, so if you want to go get in on commercial, there's where you want to be. And then I'm going to be at the Equity Trust event down in Orlando on the 29th. They're doing a big event, and, uh, and I'm looking forward to that one with uh, Equity Trust. That's the IRA company. So that takes us up through September, and um, we have a Quick start in Chicago in October, 4th through the 6th, 4th, 5th through the 7th, actually. And um, we're coming back here in Jacksonville in December for that same event. A few, th a few odds and ends. Got a business management in November in Jacksonville, 16, 17, and 18. And a few one-day workshops strung out along the way. So, Chantel, did you find your caller? Yes, we have Darla Green. Darla, please go ahead. Darla, let me take your question while I'm waiting for Jeff Clayton, T.C. Kustis, Vicki and Mark, and Dee to get into the uh, queue. Go ahead, Darla. Okay, hi. Um, I'm brand new, and so I've got lots of questions. Okay, where are you <laughs> if from? I may. Where do you live? Hampton, Virginia. All right. Um, I'm signed up for the Quick Start Seminar in Chicago already, and I've got all the information and, and CDs and working through the forms and things. Uh -huh. and, and I've been going on the uh, Gold Club website through the documents trying to get what I need to start making a couple of you know, offers to some people, some sellers. Yep. Yep. But I'm a little confused about the different lease options. Okay. Uh, our forms, there seem to be a couple of different lease option forms that well, are written are. And I don't know which one is for me, which one is for my tenant buyer. Okay. Well, they're pretty clearly labeled. Can you read the titles? Are you on the site now? Yeah. Um, one is called... Um, yeah, I wrote it down. Where is it? 
Well, let me go back and find it real fast. I'm right there. Um, they were under the real estate agreement and then uh, I think control without ownership. Control without ownership is where you need to go. Okay. And if you um, pull up that list, there's you can see that one, uh, labeled. The one is called lease agreement with option to purchase real estate sandwich lease. Okay. And, and um, down further, there's another one, um, option to purchase real estate agreement. Uh-huh. And, okay. Um, Do you know what a sandwich lease is? When I'm in the middle, I'm leasing it from the seller and I'm leasing it to a tenant buyer also. Correct. So oh. that's one that I would create with the seller? If you want to stay in the deal. Right. Well, I don't know yet which deal would be Well, correct, because you don't have <laughs> the numbers in front of you, and the numbers in front of you will clearly tell you, as you're about to see when I go through these, as to whether you'd want to stay in the deal or not. So mm -hmm. if you do, you'd use that one. If you don't, and it's an axe deal, you go down and you would use the other one. Here's an easy way to recognize them at a glance. The one with a table of contents is designed for you to install a tenant buyer in a house. The table of contents. If you will pull up the uh, lease agreement, you'll see there's a table of contents. That's the first thing you see. The one that says sandwich lease? No, that's the, ne uh, oh, okay. down to the ne next one at the bottom there, and you'll see... You'll see a table of contents. And when I say that's the one you use to install a tenant buyer in your house, it truly don't make any difference whether it's an axe dealer or it's whether a house you own or you control or you want to stay in. It's still the same agreement. Okay. Makes sense. That's kind of what I was leaning towards. Um, because the first one, the sandwich lease, I think is the one that had a, sort of an unending ability to renew the terms, like forever and ever. <laughs> well, and, no. You uh, have to fill in the blanks and decide what forever. Well, yeah. Yeah. But it, it wasn't a, a drop-dead date, you know, I have to no. do the option by a certain day. And it also had the clause about um, that I'm completely free to assign it to somebody else. Correct. So that's not the one I would want to use for my no. tenant buyer. No, no, no. Yeah, no. okay. So I'm glad. Don't get those two confused. <laughs> All right. All right. Looking forward to see you in October. Probably get some deals done between now and then if we get to work. Hopefully. Um, do you have any more details about October yet? I wanted to try to get, you know, an airline ticket or hotel. Well, you know the dates. Um, the um, hotel, if you contact my office, uh, my, if they've got it, they'll give it to you. Sometimes we don't get those hotels till about a month out. Maybe a month? Okay. Now, you will certainly get notification of it. But you can go ahead and get your ticket at any time. All right. Well, thank you very much. And, and don't use that. Uh, don't, don't use that for an excuse because it's so far away. You can't do deals. You can do tons of deals. You got the control without ownership course. <laughs> Listen to that and just do what it says, and use mm -hmm. your hotline certificate. Okay. Yep. All right. And when you get there, you can brag, and I'll make a hero out of you. I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, Chantel. Anybody else in queue? Next, we have Vicky and Mark Jennings. Okay. Vicky and Mark, please go ahead. Welcome, guys. Hi, we're here. And you are from Maryland. Correct. Oh, and you got several submissions here, so let's go through yours. Now, you guys uh, listening, you might want to take notes now, because if you don't write these numbers down pretty soon, they're all going to sound alike and run together, and you're going to be kind of lost in the conversation. So if you got a pencil and paper in hand, you'll notice that the first thing that I always – discuss or want to know when we're talking about a deal is the math. So I'm going to read you the math. I'm going to read you the numbers and write them down. And maybe you can keep up here. 
Vicki and Mark. I am looking at the one. Oh, man, you leave off the address, but it's got a $228,000 first on it, whichever one that is. Okay, we got it. Yep. All right. So, guys, they've got a house in Towson, Maryland, which is a pretty high-end area. And the uh, asking price is 570000 They did not ask the seller what they thought it was worth, because I have a blank on my sheet. The R is anywhere from 415 to 602, so it's probably right there where the seller thinks it's worth. And they have a 228 first and a 150 second. So there's $378,000 owed on the house. Seller's asking 570, and the total monthly payment is 1941 a month. And they are current. We got those numbers, and it's a nice big four-bedroom, three-bath house. Don't know the square footage. Now the problem is, Mark and Vicky, there is no circle where it asks whether they will lease option it. You don't tell me yes or no. So what you have here is an incomplete property information sheet that cannot be processed correctly until you get the answer to the script that's right in front of you in the middle of the page. Yeah, actually, Ron, I talked to the lady. She is well. She is willing to listen to the offer. What I did is I transposed from my original sheet today, so you could read my writing. So I guess yes. I, left, I guess I left it off. Yes, yeah, she did say yes. She was interested in pursuing okay. that, or right. hearing about it, I should say. All right. Well, if she's interested in hearing about it, I would have explained it to her right on the telephone, Mark. Because the last thing I want you to do is tra tramping around the Washington D.C. market looking at houses you can't buy. So I, you know, I would have cut to the chase real fast. Do you and I? Do you want to go through that conversation with me? Yeah, sure. Why don't you be her, Vicky? You on the phone? Yes, I'm here. Okay. All right. Uh, well, it seems that the seller's name is Vicky too, huh? I know. Isn't that coincidence? All right. Well, then, Vicky, I'm talking to you. Mark, you stand down. You ready, Vicky? Okay. Sure. Here we go. Okay, Vicky. Uh, it looks like you owe about three seventy-eight on it. You're asking five seventy. Payments are fourteen ninety one. Vicky, does that include taxes and insurance? Yes. Okay, that's good. Um, and uh, if I uh, if we can agree on the price, and uh, can would you consider a lease purchase if I accept the responsibility for all of the repairs? Yes. Okay. Well, I would be interested in lease purchasing the house, Vicky, and the only way I can verify that is when I come out and look. So if you uh, tell me you would at least purchase it, I'll be happy to set an appointment, and I'll do a little bit of research before I come and uh, see what I think the value of it is. But before I do, I'd like to not make sure that you're flexible now. Uh, we have to substantiate your value and that you understand that I would be leasing the property with the option to buy for whatever you owe on it, uh, plus whatever we can agree upon the difference between what you owe and, and the uh, current value. You understand that? Yes, I do. I will make payments equal to your payment underlying, and I'll assume the responsibilities for all of the repairs after the first 30 days. So if that's okay with you, it's time for us to set an appointment. Okay, so after the first 30 days, um, you'll, take, I'll, you'll take over the repairs, correct? Correct. And I assume it's in excellent shape now, isn't it? Yes. Okay, so that means I'm pretty much responsible for the repairs. I just need some time to make sure that everything is working okay. Okay. All right. 
What time would you like for me to come out? Um, how about today? Okay, what time? 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Can we get it a little bit earlier? Getting past my bedtime there, girl. I know, but it's 7.14 right now. You have to drive there. It's 45 minutes to get there. Okay, smart. Oh, you got me. All right. Well, Vicki, are you married? Yes. Okay. Your husband's name? Mark. Okay. I uh, would we'll, we'll need you and Mark there. Is that a problem? No. Okay. Well, one last question. If I get out there at 8 o'clock and I like the house and you like me, are we ready? Are you ready to sell the house and get some paperwork done while I'm there? Absolutely. Okay. Well, then I'll see you at 8. Okay, great. All right. See, now, that wasn't difficult. What is it? Guys? No. You, you can talk no, now, Mark. Uh, <laughs> all I did was make sure that you understood my question and that when you said you would consider whatever, I want to make sure you understood whatever it is before I get in my car and go tramping around the countryside. Right. And you'll notice that my closing questions verify that you're both going to be there and that you're ready to do business. Because if you'd come back and said no, then I said, well, how about let's get together when you're ready? Because uh -huh. i got a whole bunch of houses to look at, and I can only buy two or three this week. Okay. Okay. So um, ne your next step, it looks like you've done comps. But I, you're all over the board. You got one at 415, one at 412, one at 602. So I have no clue what your house is worth. You're going to have to get a little bit closer on that. Make the call just as I did. And if you feel that they're way, way off on their value, you should probably take proof out to the house and show them. Okay. And then by the time you leave, you'll know whether you're in or out. All right. Now, your, the good news is you've only got a $1,941 payment here. On a six hundred, hopefully a six hundred thousand dollar house, which will probably go for at least twenty five hundred three grand, wouldn't it? For rent, absolutely. Well, this for, is a lease purchase. Lease, I mean, for lease, yes, yeah, absolutely. You can even get more out of it. So what yeah. you've got is probably an easy thousand dollar a month positive cash flow here on a house you don't even own. Uh huh. And the best part about it is that you got when you got houses this high a priced, uh, you're looking at gosh, somewhere between fifteen and. Twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five thousand dollar deposit from the buyer. Okay. So this is one that I'd probably want to stay in on a sandwich lease. I'd want that means that I'd want to get her price down as much as I can. Right. And then I would just lease option it, and then my monthly payment would equal her payment. And I didn't want to tell her that on the telephone, but when I get there, uh, I, I, I would structure it so that my first payment starts thirty days after I get a tenant buyer in the house. Okay. Thirty days after. Correct. So that removes the risk from you. Okay. Got it. Yes. Can you follow through with it? Absolutely. All right. Then let's put that one to bed. All right. Your next one has a two hundred and seventy-nine five asking. Yes. Seller mm -hmm. thinks it's worth two eighty-five, and your comps show it's worth two eighty-five, and they owe two twenty. They lost Correct. their job, and they're moving to Virginia. So yes. there's two twenty owed, seventeen hundred dollar payment, three bedroom, two and a half bath, and it's a, but it's a townhouse. Correct. Okay. Um, townhouse means it's got association dues. I don't see them on here. It's in the far right hand oh, corner, one hundred thirty a quarter. Okay. Well, that's not bad at all. See, that's not the a lower, deal. Lower right hand corner. Yeah. All right. Townhouses are very popular where you live, so I wouldn't see any reason at all to do this, and I do it on a lease purchase. 
Okay. And it looks like they're asking full retail, so you probably don't have any choice anyway. But I can tell you right now, you can get them way, way down from 280 to 220 on a townhouse when they're ready to move. Uh-huh. Okay. So the very first thing I'd ask them, look, I'll, I can lease purchase the property from you because they've said yes, haven't they? Yes. Okay. Well, I'll lease purchase it for what you owe on it at the time I, at the time I cash it out. Oh, okay. That's the first offer you want to make them, and let's just see how motivated they are, because it's very likely they're way more interested in getting rid of that 1700 than they care about that spread. Right. Okay. Especially when they now, lost their job. Now, Ron, let me ask you a question. You said cash them out for what they owe at the time we cash them out. You're going to cash them out when, Mark? Uh, sometime in the future. Correct, when your tenant buyer goes and gets a new loan. Right. Until then, we're going to make the... Uh, rent equal to the to their payment. Yeah. Be responsible for the repairs and pay and take care of the association dues. Okay. But I want you to I want you to I want those words come out of your mouth. I can lease purchase the property for what you owe on it, and that's really all you need to say. Okay. And then when you get ready to write up the lease, you just make sure it says that the purchase price is the loan balance at the time you purchase. The purchase price is right. Yes. Have you guys been to the Quick Start School yet? Yes, we were, in the, we were in the last one you had in Baltimore. Well, then you got all the tools you need. I figured you did with so many leads here. You got all the tools you need. Are you, you have a mentor? Yeah, I just think we're just, um, we're green. Uh, yeah, Lynette and uh, Brian are our mentors. Well, if you got Lynette as your mentor, just, let, just do exactly what she tells you to do. And, okay, and, uh, and, we are, and, we, and we did buy a house last week. You did? Yes. Okay. We're getting ready to send you pictures and our um, testimony. You bought one or you sold one? No, we, we, we bought one. Uh, we, bought a, we bought an ugly house. Okay. All right. Great. I'm <laughs> looking forward to it. <laughs> well, let me tell you, the front, the front end was really nice, but the inside is a little rough. Good. I'm glad you feel that way, Vicki. <laughs> uh, guys, if you pull this deal off that I'm this, we just described, you got a big, big, big profit in, on this thing. Okay. It's worth two eighty five and they're happy to get out of it for two twenty. Now look, yeah. I know I know you live in Maryland and I know that your transfer tax is ugly. Guys, their yeah, transfer right. tax is three percent of the purchase price. Correct. But I'm just telling you, if this seller will deed you this house subject to uh-huh. it very well may be worth the six to seven thousand dollars to actually take title to it. Exactly. Now, and and where this is located this is a hot area. There's things going there that this property will um, is going to do well. If I were you, I'd buy it if they'll sell it that's to me. That's what I bet. And that's the way. So go back to your script and say, listen, I'll buy it for what you owe on it. Uh, I'll take over your debt and sooner or later get it cashed out. But in the meantime, uh, I'll make, even though I'm making the payments, the loan will have to stay in your name. Will that keep you awake at night? Okay. And I'd do that when I go out there. You, when you go to the house, you're, you ask them to, to buy it first, and then if they have a problem with that, then you kick into the lease option mode. Okay. So prior to going, you just say, look, and I can either buy it by taking over your payments or I can lease option it. Let me come out and we'll discuss it, and you can decide then. Okay. Got it? Got it. But I can tell you before I come that I would be wanting to buy it uh, for what you owe on it more than what you're asking. Okay. okay. See what they say. Okay. All right, your next one. Wow, I better get going here, hadn't I? I'm sorry. You got an asking price of five seventy-five, but you got a six hundred thousand dollar loan. How does that work? 
Yeah, it's uh, and it's nine months delinquent. Oh, and it's well, a beautiful community. It's a well, it's a very high-end custom home community. Yeah, well, the problem is that he's already forty thousand dollars in arrears. Yeah, exactly. That's right. And he's over leveraged on top of that. Exactly. Um, I'm afraid that that is a short sale, guys, and it's not. Yeah. But and you will never, ever, ever get it short sale for price you'd be willing to pay for it. Okay. Yeah, that's what we thought. Okay. Sadly, it's a goner. Yeah, and his payment, his payment is, is high too. That's hard uh, to get rent in that area for his payment. Well, forty-one thirty on a six hundred thousand dollar loan with taxes the way they are there, it's not all that ugly, but it, it's not pretty. It's a four point six percent loan, so it's tax yeah. insurance is killing it. Right. Okay, then the last okay. one here. You got a three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollar asking price. That seems, that's what they think it's worth, and your comps bear that that's pretty close. 375, right? Yeah. But yeah, they, okay. But they got a 358 loan on it. Yep. So yeah. $2,550 payment in its current, which tells me they will gladly get out of this house for what they owe on it. Gladly. Uh, so uh, did they say they had a lease option it since you didn't circle it? Uh, again, again, they said they, they would consider it. They weren't exactly sure what it was, but they would consider it. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, here again, I mean, this is a lot of transfer fees, though. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's too much. If the house is only worth 375 and they owe 358 I'd lease option it. That would be the only thing you'd want to do with it. Okay. But remember, lease option it for the loan balance at the time you purchase it, not for the 358 Yes. Right. And, and this should be an easy one. These people should be putty in your hands. Okay. All right. So you know what to do? We do. Yes, we do. All right. Thanks. Okay. See ya. Bye. Right. Send letters. Okay, Chantel, yeah, who else we got? There's currently no one in the queue at this time. Okay, so Jeff Clayton, if you're out there, you better get in. And T.C. Kustis, wow, I got several from you, T.C. You better get in there. I can't hit star zero to get in. And if you've already hit star zero and you didn't get in, hit it again. And then uh, D. Ryan. So um, we're going to open it up for questions while we're waiting. And Chantel, if any of those people get in, would you let me know they're in, please? So guys, go ahead. Anybody, everybody listening, uh, if you're a Gold Club member, the code that you came into the call will allow you to hit star zero and get to Chantel. If you're not a Gold Club member, no sense in hitting star zero because you're on the wrong code and Chantel won't know you're out there. Uh, so so uh, go ahead and I'll give you a second to get in and Chantel, you holler at me when they are, will you? I have Jeff Clayton on the line. Okay. Hey, Jeff. Come on in, man. Hi, Ron. This is Jeff. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. You are in Houston, huh? Yes, sir. All right. All right, let's take this one that's got an asking price of one fifty nine nine, and they say it's worth one fifty nine nine. Of course, you didn't supply me any comps, so I wouldn't have a clue. Did you do comps? Uh, preliminary. It's going to be a little bit lower than that. I think around one hundred and fifty. Oh, good um, enough. Good enough. Okay. Yeah. Four bedroom, two bath, twenty one hundred square feet. Payment. I mean, a loan of one fifty six nine. So let me get this straight. They're asking one fifty six nine. It's worth 156.9, and they say they want 156.9, and they'll do a lease purchase with a payment of 16.75. Right. Uh, okay. And they said yes. 
Yes. So is there a question here somewhere, Jeff? Well, uh, you know, it's the, the payment is uh, pretty high. Not, uh, not in Texas with your taxes, it isn't. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I kind of feel like it's about $200 above uh, uh, what the market would bear, but I may be wrong. I'm just... Jeff, you are forgetting something, man. You're forgetting a big, big, big something. We are putting somebody in this house who can lease purchase it for a minimum of 10 years, uh-huh. who act like an owner, and who will get the benefit of debt pay down. Uh-huh. They, you will not have any problem finding somebody that can pay sixteen seventy-five a month to walk into this nice house. Okay. Just forget what you think it'll rent for in this case. Uh huh. Now let's just suppose that you go out and put this thing under a lease purchase agreement for the loan balance at the time you purchase it. Uh huh. And then you go out into the marketplace, and nobody comes along that can pay sixteen seventy-five. Right. What have you lost? Nothing. Correct the mundo. Right answer. But let's suppose you sit around and talk yourself out of it because you think the payment's too high and you do nothing. What have you lost? Uh, potential uh, nice check. The answer is a minimum of 5000 to $10,000. Now, you live in Texas, Jeff, so you yeah. know you can't lease option it, correct? Yes, sir, I know. Okay. You're going to buy it with an AITD. Uh-huh. And you're going to sell it with an AITD. Uh-huh. Fortunately for you, your closing costs in Texas are almost none. Right. So just all you do is you change the document. Everything else is the same. Mm-hmm. Except for one thing. You've got a much stronger market who will buy it with owner financing that even they will lease purchase it. So mm-hmm. that's another big feather in your cap. Gotcha, yeah. Because it appeals to people to, uh, they'd rather be a homeowner than a renter. Absolutely. It appeals to your seller, too. Now they know they're not responsible for any more taxes and insurance, maintenance and vacancies, all that stuff. Right. And okay. I, I could not, could I also use the, 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 the lease option law and all the requirements that are on a seller to uh, convince them to do the uh, AITD owner finance? I don't think you need to convince them of anything until they tell you it's an issue. Now, I will tell you, if you live in Texas, you shouldn't have asked the question about the lease option. Yeah. Because it doesn't apply. Right. What should I say? You should have said, well, listen, I can buy your house with owner financing. I can start start, uh, making your payments 30 days after I find a quality buyer that I'll install in the house and uh, pay all the closing costs. Cost you nothing. Uh Uh-huh. And you will, you get the right to approve whoever we put in the house, and I will assign my contract to them. Gotcha. Okay. So just kind of have to tweak the. It's the almost script. the same script, Jeff. You just change a yeah. few words that are applicable. Just right. Get rid of the word lease and put buy with owner financing. Don't uh-huh. even think about mentioning the word AITD. Nobody will know what that means. Right. Right. Uh, and for our listeners, that's all inclusive trust deed, which is just a wraparound. Uh, deed of trust device that many states use. Okay? Okay, good deal. I'll give that one a, my best shot. I'll meet I, with them next week. I think you're looking at about ten grand there, sir. Fantastic. It's an excellent shape house. The lady said it's only four years old. That's perfect. And, and, perfect. Uh, so. I'm telling you. So it's an easy flipper. Yeah. It's an easy act uh, deal. All right, do you know what document to take to this house to get the seller to sign? 
I do. <laughs> uh, if we could do lease purchases in Texas, but uh, well, sir, you don't. You can't. So that's the wrong answer. Yeah. So what document okay. do you take? Purchase and sale agreement. Correct answer. That's uh, all yeah. you need. Okay. You got my course right. I uh, have the uh, AX course, yes, sir. Okay, you just take the purchase and sale agreement out of there, and you can use it. Okay. And uh, if you want to get an attorney to look at it, fine. If you don't, fine. He can always look at it when you get your tenant buyer there. If there's anything wrong, he'll fix it. Right. Okay. So the, attorney, the, attorney will help, the attorney will help me do all the SAFE Act requirements and all that stuff, right? Uh, yeah, that's why you have attorneys. But first, you've got to get it under contract with the seller. Right. And the attorney will fill in the blanks of any other documentation you need done between buyer and seller. Gotcha. Okay. I got I got a couple of attorneys to interview this week, so I can, I need to get one lined up for this. You know yeah. John Kubis? I have met him briefly at the yeah. Rich Club a few years call, ago, yeah. Call him and, and, and find out who he thinks you ought to use. Great idea. I'll do that. All right. You got another one here. Yes, sir. Asking price 110 uh, seller says it's worth 110. Comps show that's pretty close. Yep. Problem is he's got a 89.6 first and a 22.4 second, which means he owes 89.112. One twelve. Yeah. Uh, but his total payment's only 1,040, so that's good. Yep. Uh, that's piti. He says he'll sell it for what he owes, and he says he'll lease purchase it. And it's a four-bedroom, two-bath, 1,900-square-foot house. Both loans are current. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, this seems like a carbon copy of the last one, except we've changed the numbers a little. Yeah. Uh, a bit he owes just about, he owes just about what it's worth. Uh -huh. But his payment is reasonable. House is in great shape. Nice-sized house, which will make it easier to flip. And in this case, you've got a low payment, because 1,040 in Houston is a pretty low payment on a $110,000 debt, consider the taxes. That's true. That's true. So you got an easy, you got, you probably got a $10,000 deal there too, Jeff. Great. Glad to hear that. So, so go buy um, it with an AITD and just let it wrap around both mortgages. Okay. And just have, it. It, just have it structured that your payment equals his payment. Gotcha. Just a mirror, like a mirror wrap. That's exactly uh, that what it is. Mirror wrap. Got He's it. got no equity in it. You owe him the same amount he owes out. Right, right. Hey, Ron, let me ask you on the, the fact that this has a first and a second. Yeah. Uh, nothing could be done with that second uh, unless it was in default, right? That is correct. And I wouldn't worry about that. You're going to ax this anyway. You're going to be in and out of it. You don't care. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, good this deal. is one that I've, I'll tell you what, for the buyer's sake, I would set this up with a third-party escrow company and let them collect the payment and make the underlying two payments just to protect your buyer. Okay, to make sure they get made. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. Hey, okay. Ron, one more thing about this one. This seller, this seller is still, uh, well, both of these, the sellers are still in the house. Um, and this seller we're talking about here, um, he doesn't seem really uh, urgent to uh, get out and get, get moved into a new place. He just well, wants to move on. So what? How you handle that is that you put it in your purchase and sale agreement that you will begin making monthly payments 30 days after you find a buyer that he approves. Uh huh. So now if he's in the house for the next three months, well, you care. He's got to make the payments. Right. Yeah. So just to motivate him to 
get up and get out and get moved. I was I was thinking maybe if I found him an axe deal to move into, that would uh, that would kind of speed the process well, along. Is that sure? But now you'd give away the uh, assignment fee you get on your new axe deal. So what do you want to do that for? <laughs> hey, if he wants to go ahead and close on it so that you know you own it, go ahead and go ahead and buy it. What do you care? Uh-huh. Then wait till he gets out to put it on the market. He's got to make payments. Oh, okay. It's his debt. Oh. It's his problem. Just correct. Right. He ain't gonna mess with you. Yeah, that's true. Okay, that's get a good closed. thought. Get it closed and you control it. Okay. And just let. Hmm? Okay. And just let him stay there for until he. Well, until he gets. Well, I tell him you're gonna make payments until you, until you decide to get out. But uh, in fact, you're gonna make the payments till 30 days after you. I find a buyer, and I'm not gonna look for a buyer until you're out and you left the house clean and ready to show. Right. Right. Got it. So that'd be a motivator to get him to yeah. get him out. Yeah, I mean it's kind of nice to have nothing to lose, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Okay, All thanks right. for the tips hey, on that, Rod. All right, sir. All right, Chantel. I'm waiting on TC Custis if he comes in. Next, we have TC Custis. Well, TC, please that. go ahead. TC, how are you? Another Maryland. Fantastic. How you doing, Ron? I mean, you were in the boot camp. Uh, years ago, and I'll be with you on Wednesday in L.A. Oh, really? Okay, cool. All right. Um, well, wow, you got an 875 ARV. An eight, he thinks it's worth 835, but he's asking 875. That's never a good sign. <laughs> and he owes 718 with a $2,100 total payment, right? That's right. Okay, and he will lease purchase it. Well, yes. um, if he thinks it's worth eight thirty-five and he owes seven twenty-five, then the uh, first thing you got to work on is, is getting him down. Well, actually, your comp show that it's probably not even worth eight hundred. That true? Yeah, I don't know how, how reliable Zillow and house values are, but those are the two websites I did to get the comps. Well. Uh, comps are comps, so if they are true sales and they are in the area and they're similar in square size, they're probably comps. That doesn't mean there isn't more comps, but um, you got uh, one 757 and 683. That's not working in his favor if they're true comps. So anyway, uh, I'd get on the telephone with him and I'd say, listen, um, I can at least purchase it and cover your debt on it, but I think we do are going to have a value issue, so... Before I come out of the house, I want to know if you will at least purchase it for what you owe because, frankly, I can't find that it's worth any more than that and see what he says. Okay. Because he owes 718 on it. Uh, let's see how bad he wants to get out of the debt. Okay. And then if he says, no, I won't do that, then say, well, what's the least you could uh, at least purchase it for me and – then you'll know whether to go out and take a look. Honestly, if he wants 875 and it's obvious it's only worth 800 and he doesn't owe the 875 I'm not giving it to him. Right. I'm not giving it to him. Just because he's greedy, you know, if he owes more than it's worth, I don't have a choice. But if he's just greedy and wants to jack it up and he's going to be that kind of a seller, I'd just soon pass and go find something else. And you've got several here. So let's move on to him. Okay. All right, you got another one on... Um, Golden Back Road. Golden Beach. Golden Beach, okay. 298.9 is the asking. 
he thinks it's worth 330 and you think it's worth the same and it's free and clear and he said yes he would at least purchase it he said he, he said yes uh, he'd take monthly payments for his equity that's the question I asked him. Well, but you're in Maryland, and that means transfer tax has got to be paid, and that means a bunch of money got to come out of your pocket. So I want to, yeah, I heard you say that on the course that I'm listening to, so. You probably want to at least purchase it. Okay. And if you do, you just try to get him down a little bit, but give him what he's there, close to what he's asking, because he's asking pretty much exactly what it's worth. Well, he's asking 298 though, and you think it's worth 330 so give him what he's asking. Now, but your goal is to try to get that monthly payment down as low as you can, TC. So let's talk about that for a second. Let's suppose you give him his 298 on his 330 house. Right. But you can get him to accept $1,000 a month. Follow me? Yeah. If you can get him to accept that, you can put a $2,500 tenant buyer in this thing and do a sandwich on it. Uh, that would be amazing. That would be really great. Well, that would be cool. And so worst case is he won't accept that. Say, let's say he wants two grand a month. Well, then you'll have to go see what the market will bear. And if the market will bear three grand a month, you still might want to do it. If it will only bear two grand a month, twenty-two hundred a month, then you just ax it. Make sense? Yes. Okay. It will after the next four days. <laughs> All right. All right. Next one, um, Pond Road. Uh, you got a 399 asking, a 435 estimate, but you don't have any comps, so. Uh, um, the comps are uh, between 405 and 485. Okay, so they're right about oh well, so maybe there's worth more than what he's asking. Yes. But he said, uh, will he at least purchase it or not? I can't read it. He he said uh, um, he he doesn't want he won't lease purchase it. So I was trying to see if this is if an option is a if an you know if if he'll no, let me option it. An option is not an option because he he's asking retail price for it. Got it. And uh, the only time you want to do an option is when you get a lot of equity because you got to go sell a house to a qualified buyer. And if you got to do that, you got to have a big spread. What, just um, on the rule of thumb for options, what what percentage? You know, what's a good rule of thumb percentage? Like if I've got 30% equity, 25% equity, would an option work? I would love to give you a rule of thumb, but if, but if I do, I'd be doing you a disservice because it's case by case. The, the reality is, what do I think I can sell it for? And is it in a good sellable market? And how much am I willing to accept as my profit to make that happen, considering i got to go find that qualified buyer? So it's really subjective. It's all up got to it. I mean, he's asking 399 He says it's worth 435 You say it isn't. I mean, he's, look, I mean, he's got to get down into the low threes before I'd even consider it. And, you know, if you can't make $50,000 to go cash out of this house, then you, you probably don't want to do it because, you know, it's going to be kind of rare for you to go put this thing on the market at top retail price and get exactly what you're asking. Now, you've got a pretty good market there. I'll give you that. And you may be able to pull that off, but 
if you got to go find that qualified buyer, you want to be assured of at least fifty thousand dollars in it, which means you need a larger spread than that to make that make that work. Does that make sense? It does. If you want to net fifty, you ought to have a sixty seventy thousand dollars spread in it. So if this thing is worth a little over four hundred, I want him down about three and a quarter or so, or, or I don't want to mess with an option. Okay. And I'm and I'm not saying that he won't go there because he only owes fifty five thousand on the house, so he's in good position to take a discount for cash. With a little bit of training, which you're about to get, mm -hmm. I would go I would uh, go out and see him when I found out he was flexible. And I would just make it clear to him, look, uh, I can option the house and cash you out, but if I do, I'm going to have to have a much bigger discount than you're giving me now. Or I can lease option the house and give you pretty much retail price and a monthly payment till I get it cashed out sometime in the future. Which one sounds more attractive to you? And then he's going to say, well, what do you mean a lot less? And then you're going to say, well, closer to the 300 than the 400 you want. Follow that? Perfectly, yes. And, and then you just see where you know how he reacts. Um, I'm guessing he'd probably be thrilled to get three hundred thousand dollars cash on his house when he only owes fifty five on it. Okay. All right, sir. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. All right, Chantel. Who else we got? There's currently no one in the queue at this time. All right. Well, D. Ryan. Um, I did see your note that said you're riding and you wouldn't be able to participate, so let me go over your deal here, and this will be the last deal. So if you guys got questions, get yourself in the queue right now, anybody that's listening. Uh, D, you've got an asking price of $199.9, and it's listed with an agent, and you say it's a short sale, and you say the R is about $180. The problem, the problem is that there's about 300000 owed on this house with two different lenders. And the seller's uh, 6000 in arrears. Now you say the ARB is 210 down at the bottom and 180 to top. I don't know what to believe. But let's say your 210 is right. You put a 70% multiplier on it, got it down to 147 because you've apparently been trained by me. 70% uh, of ARB is 147 minus repairs of 30, you say, brings it down to 117,000 Mayo. Well, that's great, 117 Mayo, but the problem is that the asking price by the agent is a 199.9. And then my note here from you says that you'd like to target 60 to $85,000 for an all-cash price. So, D, what I'm trying to tell you is your chances of buying this house for 60 to 85,000 when they're asking 199.9 are slim to none. I mean slim to none. So what you've got here is a time waster. The difference between what you're willing to pay and the asking price is so vast, you never get the lender to accept it, even with the apparent extensive repairs that the house needs. So it's a time waster. Um, and unless there's a, you know, a mitigating circumstances that I can't see here and I've read this thing two or three times, and I can't see anything to convince me that it's worth your time. So with that said, uh, Chantel, uh, anybody else in there? Last chance, guys. Get in now or forever hold your peace.
We have Dawn again. Dawn, please go ahead. Okay, Dawn. Hi, Ron. Uh, I, I got my first axe deal. You did, huh? And yes, but now I'm getting a lot of calls, but nobody can afford to pay. They all want to pay like, you know, four hundred dollars less than all right. the mortgage. Well, describe the axe deal to me. Okay, it is a um, three bedroom, two bath with a bonus room. Oh, I don't want to hear about the house. Tell me about the math. Oh, <laughs> okay. The house is, um, they owe 138 Okay, and the ARF? Well, other houses have sold for less than that in the subdivision, and they were told by an agent before that they needed to do a short sale, and they don't want to do a short sale. They had it leased before, and uh, the person moved out. Well, and no, so, you didn't answer my question. What's the ARV? Well, probably 100 Nope. I ain't buying it. I what I'm sensing is that you've got some bank-owned repos that sold in the neighborhood, so you're extremely conservatizing your ARV and you're using those unusable comps to come up with your conclusion. Did, right. Did yeah. you do any research and uh, find out that there were arms-linked transactions to retail owner-occupant buyers in that neighborhood in the last few months? I didn't find any. Well. Yeah, the house next door just went up for sale for one fifty nine. But well, what does that tell you? What does that tell you? That one, that one's a little bit bigger. Okay, how much bigger? Extra bedroom, two story. This one's a one story with a bonus room upstairs. That one's a full two story with uh, four bedrooms. You know how many square feet it's got? Uh, no, I don't. Well, you got to do your homework, girl. Uh, um, based on that, I am sure you got more than a hundred thousand dollar R. And you see, I can just sense that from what you were telling me. I don't, I don't have any of the facts on the house, but now I'm sure you do. So um, whatever that R is, let's go back to the math again. You said okay. uh, they don't want a short sale. What, uh, what do they owe again? One thirty-eight. Okay. Well, then they don't have a choice. It's either short sale or axe. So are their payments current or not? Yes, they're current. And what is the payment? Twelve hundred. Okay, and you're telling me that you're having trouble getting somebody to pay twelve hundred dollars rent on, a, on at least a hundred and ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar house when they can lease option it for ten years and get the, and get the debt pay down every time they make a rent payment. Everybody, I, I get call. I have three calls today, and everybody uh -huh. says, "Oh no, I can only pay." 800 or well, all that means is you haven't found the right tenant buyer yet, huh? You've got to go through a ton of them. You've got to go through way more than three. You only need one. I'd be right. more concerned about how much money they got because I can promise you if they got several thousand dollars, they come, they can make that $1,200 payment. And when you think about it, where are they going to buy a house any cheaper? Nowhere. Yeah. And even some of them, they say it's a nice uh, school district, nice area, nice subdivision. Uh -huh. So you've talked no, to a handful of people, and you're getting discouraged, and you've already convinced yourself that there's nobody <laughs> out there who can make $1,200 a month payment. Well, it's been 45 days, and it's still not sold. And they, these people have moved. They're, I'm in Georgia. They're in North Carolina now. Uh -huh. And so they've right. been making this payment. And at one so time, you, they had to catch it back up. So in this 45 days, what have you done to get buyers to call you? Uh, Craigslist and all the other ones like 
Hotpads and Owners.com. How many would you say have talked to you in this period of time? How many have talked to me? Probably 20 people. And how many have actually went out to the house? Two. Okay. So what does that tell you? Hmm? Well, I put some more signs out um, the other day, and I well, that's how I got that, more calls today. What does that tell you? You've had 20 calls, and you tell me there's only two been out to the house. Right, yeah. So really, you've only had two calls. Okay. So you ask yourself, is there something that I'm saying that's keeping them from going to the house? Okay. And the truth is, you shouldn't be taking the calls anyway, Don. You haven't been to my training, have you? I have, I have. How long ago? Uh, about a year and a half. And where do you live? Georgia. Okay. Well, I'll see you in Chicago in October. Okay. It only cost you 500 bucks to get back. Because if you were listening in that training, you heard me tell you to get you a voicemail system set up to take all of these calls, send them to the house, give them the information, and then follow up on the ones that show interest so that you can't get discouraged because you got nobody buying your house because you talked to people that told you they couldn't afford a $1,200 payment. Okay. And I want you to pull down the a video on the Gold Club Weekly on Friday and watch it and um, see what Scott's doing. And, um, you know, that will excite you because he did six, I think six or seven deals in one week, $1.7 million, and every one of them are axe deals. Wow. wow. We're okay. somewhere between fifty dollars to $100,000 in assignment fees when we get them sold out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, without owning anything, with no money invested and no credit. And here your whole life is sucked up into this one little old house with a $1,200 month payment. So I want you to quit worrying about this house and get out there and get some more sellers contacted and get some more deals going. And while you're finding buyers for one, you're finding buyers for all. Okay. Because you just move them from one house to another. And um, and your ads, I don't know what you're putting in your ads, but it also could be that you're attracting the people with no money just by what your ad says. Okay. Can you tell me what your ad says? Uh, some of them say lease purchase, no banks. Um, I didn't put the rent to own because I, I thought maybe that wouldn't be good. I've been putting lease purchase, no banks. Mm-hmm. And that's um, a good put. Mm-hmm. No okay. bank qualifying. In your okay. case, immediate occupancy. And then the bedrooms, bathrooms, area. Area goes first. And no down, you don't mention down payment, you don't mention the monthly payment. Okay. Now you drive them to the voicemail. The voicemail will call, will capture their caller IDs. And if you feel like calling them back to see if they've been to the house, you do so. And if they haven't been to the house, then you find out why. If you've had two people to go to this house, that's not enough. And frankly, with the terms that you're offering, if they if 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 they sense from you that they can walk into this house with a few thousand dollars and truly can't bank, don't have to go to a bank, you should have. Uh, multiple applicants of which one or two will have some money. So make sure that in your voicemail system, when you set it up as you were instructed, 
mm-hmm. that you go back to my manual and use the script in there and give them hope and tell them uh, you can at least purchase this property with uh, no bank qualifying, uh, live in it for uh, 10 years before you are even required to get a loan, and you get the benefit of uh, every time you make a rent payment, your purchase price gets less and less. Come on. You tell me you put that kind of stuff in there and you're not going to attract some people. That I wasn't sure if I should put that in there. There's nothing wrong with putting that in there. Just don't mention down payment or monthly payment. Okay. In fact, I wouldn't even mention monthly payment. Well, in this case, though, it's fixed, isn't it? Yes. Well, it's a it's a judgment call. If they if they don't if they can't pay twelve hundred, you don't want to mess with them in in this case anyway. But still, wouldn't have mm-hmm. to put on your buyers list when you get some cheaper payments to offer. Okay. Okay. Come back and see me in Chicago, girl. It's only five hundred bucks to repeat. Okay, Chicago. That's when now? October. Okay. Okay. Thank All right. You. Okay. All right, guys. Chantel, anybody else in the queue? There's currently no one in the queue at this time. Well, how about that? That's pretty good timing. All right. Well, then I am going to end the call. Let me tell everybody when the next one is here before we get off of the phone. That would be September the 10th at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, September the 10th. And don't forget, if you get your property information sheets into me by 4 o'clock that day of the call, then I will be going over yours as I've done the 10 on this call tonight. And gosh, you know, I'd kind of like to believe that some of these calls that we discussed tonight or some of these sheets are going to turn into deals. You guys go out and follow up with them and make sure you let me know. And make sure you let me know that we discussed it on this call. I want you to send me a letter, copy of a check, put your mugshot in it, and let me know this is because of this monthly Q&A call and, and that I was a Gold Club member. I would appreciate it. Put you up on the wall and we'll make you famous. Hope to see you all soon. Hope you're coming down to Jacksonville. Come to eat at LeGrand's, the steak and seafood place, and get some good food while you're at it. Until then, go out and make some money, and I'll see you in a month, if not sooner. Good night, everybody.